Raiders family, it's Berkey here, and welcome to my post-match review of the Tigers' Round 18 game, game last Saturday night. Um, it was a really, really big, gritty performance from our guys. We only scored two points in the second half, mind you, but to me that two points was worth at least 20 points uh, in relation to um, attacking raids. But what we learned while we got more out of our defensive uh, capabilities once again than scoring an easy victory by 20, 24, 26 points over a side that was desperate to make the top eight. Uh, I think it may be a little bit imbalanced with where we're actually at if we had actually won by that amount. Uh, but I think this type of performance really will hold us in good stead towards the back end of the year when these, when these big games are approaching. But let's get into the top ten. As I said, my first one is in the trenches because that type of second half game um, will will really give us a really good pedigree. The next four weeks are huge in relation to Penrith uh, Sunday, get back to Sydney Sunday night. I think we'll probably fly to Auckland to play the Warriors on Monday. Auckland or against the Warriors next Friday in New Zealand. Fly back to probably Sydney via Canberra on the Saturday morning after the Friday night game, then the week later we've got the Roosters at home, then back down to the Storm in Melbourne. So this four-week core is enormous, probably some of the biggest four weeks of action leading to a semi-finals the Raiders may have encountered for a number of years, um, and this is a really, really big weekend. But the way we fought and gritted and, gr- and, and grinded our way on Saturday was fantastic. And these types of in-the-trenches games, as I said at the start, uh, it's better to win the way we did than have a, probably a bit of a false 30 to 40 point win because um, it just tells you a lot about areas you've got to work on, particularly in that defensive area where we really knuckled down in the second half. Number two, I've gone for Aiden Caesar. I can't begin to undermine or under underestimate the performance that Aiden's now putting in. I'm probably struggling to know if and when Sam Williams will come back. I know Ricky's spoken about the halfback rotation, but I just can't see a way now opening where Sam could come back in to replace Aiden. I think it would imbalance the team a little bit too much. Aiden's form has been exemplary the last five, six weeks since he took over from Sam. Uh, and it's a really big bonus for us that Aiden's now taking the line on because it stops defensive lines in their track when a halfback goes to the line instead of one that just props and feeds a block play or another block play. Very easy, very easy to defend those types of halfbacks. And when you've got a halfback like Aiden taking the line on, uh, as well as looking for a support play and getting through the line or poking his, poking his nose through the line like he did on the weekend, um, this is becoming really critical now to the balance of our uh, attacking plays and structures, particularly with Aiden giving us a lot more, more uh, a lot more potency on that edge, if you like. Um, with the likes of Bateman, Tarpany and the like. And when Nick Kotrick comes back as well, it's going to be even more enormous. So this is looking really good, Raiders fans, with the way that Aiden's now playing. Um, number three, I've gone for uh, X-Factors. Now, X-Factors over the next couple of weeks are going to become very much to the fore. Uh, you know, you've got the likes of Tedesco and Mitchell for the Roosters, uh, Sam Burgess, Cody Walker for the Rabbitohs, obviously Cameron Smith uh, and Munster for the Storm. I think our X-Factors that we have looking this far out, certainly Josh Hodgson, um, possibly Jack Whiten, Bateman, Papali. There's some big players in our side that can lift and drag players along with them. 
So I'm really expecting some X-factor moments from our players over the next four or five weeks, and you'll see these types of players really start to elevate their game to another level. We have them, and that's really important for our back-end run towards the semi-finals. Bailey Simons, I've got at number four. I'm still becoming very, very impressed with Bailey, the way that he's playing. The one thing I really like about the way he is playing, unlike some other wingers um, who tend to get the ball one off the ruck and then crab back into where the markers are, Bailey actually gets the ball and asks the markers questions to chase him. He's, he's running to them and he's veering away and, and trying to drag them off their line or off their easy play arc uh, and making them move left or right when he runs. This is really important to our go forward and a momentum play. If we can get markers making second or third attempts, it ties them out around the ruck. And the way that he's playing and the way that his ruck plays are, one off the ruck, are really impressive just to give us that momentum coming out of our back end. Number five, I've gone for Harvilli. Ricky's used him sparingly the last couple of weeks. I think he only came on in the second half with 25, 30 minutes to go. There's nothing wrong with that. Obviously, our early play in the first half and so on is, is working to a match plan. And have something, have someone with Harvilli's experience coming on in the second half, fresh, nuggety, with ball playing ability, I think is a key. Uh, if we can just keep him in cotton wool with these types of games and bring him on, bring him on as an impact player in that second half, it just really augurs well for our momentum and our go forward to get over that advantage line. So this is a really good master stroke from Ricky just to keep our Billy up his sleeve uh, and get him one of those really critical times of the second half. Number six, I've gone for Ricky. Uh, I think his coaching has gone to another level again the last couple of weeks with the way that he's massaging and managing the side um, with starts and really buying in the players. Uh, I think Ricky's not so much looking at now a week by week. I think he's looking for some big tests coming up with the Roosters and the Storm as to exactly where we are. Yes, we have got Penrith and yes, we have got the Warriors and no disrespect to them. But I think Ricky's really now starting to look at those two weeks as a real litmus test as to where we're heading towards the back end of the year. Number seven, I've gone for Corey Horsberg. A really big game from Corey on the weekend. I really love the way that he really took on the line and he's got some big uh, front rowers to get over the top of this week, particularly uh, Campbell Gillard, which I'll cover in my top ten in a couple of days. But Corey Horsberg's game again on the weekend was very impressive. A lot of venom, a lot of sting in his runs. I watched him closely in the defensive line. He got back a lot quicker this week and held his line very well and was good laterally. And that's what we need. Coming forward is important, but it's when you get those players around the ruck where they're turning inside underneath or whether they're going for a second man play is where we need Corey to be on his best efforts uh, to make sure that he fills those holes and doesn't get caught out being too far back or too far, or, or too far forward. Impressively with his runs, though, he was easily dragging two or three, sometimes four defenders with him on each of his rucks. And that's the sort of play we need from him to drag in those defenders. Uh, because if he, can, if he can win the ruck with his play the balls, it gives Hodjo some really great opportunities to get him behind the ruck or get on the front foot with a runner either side, left or right. Tarpany number eight, with Ryan Sutton out, our block plays you may have noticed have dropped down significantly. We're now playing more fluently. We're now playing to the line instead of Sutton would get it and block out the back to a second man to C and K or to Jack. With Joe Tarpany now and not Ryan Sutton, 
we're finding Tarpany on those edges a lot more and not playing nowhere near as many block plays as we had with Ryan Sutton. Nothing wrong with that. It just gives us that little bit of variety if, heaven forbid, fate strikes down the track with injuries again. Um, with just having a plan B or a plan C where we can tweak our attack a little bit and having Tarpany more as a running forward other than a block forward. I think that's really important, particularly inside opposition's 25 and halfway, where nine times out of ten they're looking for block plays to create second man. Uh, Tarpany being more of a fluent runner getting through the advantage line and getting us on the front foot is really critical. Uh, number nine, I've gone for our attack. I think our attack is fine now. Um, I, I don't see any reasons. There's a few tweaks here and there. I think our attack now is very fluent. Aiden, as I said, hitting the holes and running to the line. He's cut out border Rapana. These types of things are now based on confidence and communication. So I'm really happy with where our attack is at the moment. I thought Hodjo showed on the weekend that he's just about to explode to that next level, as I said earlier, with his running game, particularly out of the marker area. Um, as I said, if we can just now use CNK, I think, a little bit more wider, uh, I think he's got a lot more potency now coming in behind Jack White or behind Aiden Caesar or behind Jared, just with that second man option, particularly with that try in the weekend where he's able to sniff around inside Aiden just to see some opportunities that, that arose which he which he took advantage of. And number ten, I've gone for the horizon. As I said earlier, Panthers into Warriors into Storm and the Roosters into Storm, then back to Manly. A really big four or five weeks, um, and it's going to speak volumes now as to how we go over this really critical next month up until mid-August. Uh, I'm very confident that we could do it. Our injury list is smallish other than now Ryan Sutton. We've got Hudson Young back on deck this week for Mounties. Nick Kotrick's another week or so away. Um, and unfortunately with uh, Leilua, not the best news, but our injuries are small. And if we can keep our injury area small, um, then we should really get a stranglehold on that top four. A win this week against Penrith and a manly loss against the Storm, I think will give us a two-game advantage over the rest of the crew. So Raiders fan, that's it for today. And thank you so much for listening to my post-match review of the Tigers game. Um, I really appreciate your support on my Facebook page, which is at Berkey's Top 10. Get me a Twitter at Berkey Top 10. I've got a YouTube channel now up and running. So click on that subscribe button, which is Berkey's Top 10. You can search that through YouTube, as well as of all your favorite podcast apps, Apple, Spotify, Google, and so on. So Raiders fans, as always, look forward to my pre-match review against the Panthers probably on Saturday. And as always, guys, this is Bleed Green. Berkey out.